Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. My Ramadan companion, 30 reminders to nourish your heart. Day 17, victory. Every year, the 17th of Ramadan reminds us of a turning point in history. After many years of persecution, torture, economic sanctions, and forced exile, the Battle of Badr was a decisive victory for Islam. Similarly, in Ramadan, the conquest of Mecca occurred in 8 AH. The Persian army was defeated in the epic Battle of Al-Qadisiyah in 15 AH under the leadership of Sa'd bin Abi Waqqas. May Allah be pleased with him. Andalus, the Muslims, Spain and Portugal was conquered at the hands of Tariq bin Ziyad. Rahimahullah, may Allah have mercy on his soul in 92 AH. The Battle of Hattin occurred in 582 AH, paving the way for the liberation of Al-Quds, Jerusalem, under the leadership of Salah al-Din al-Ayyubi, Rahimahullah. May Allah have mercy on his soul. The Muslims defeated the Mongols in the Battle of Ain Jalut under the leadership of Saifuddin Quds in 658 AH. Then and now, a lot has changed since those days of glory. Today, the Ummah has become accustomed to living under the jackboot of Islam's enemies who perpetrate relentless tyranny, unchecked crimes, and rampant corruption. <coughs> and yet still, despite all this physical subjugation, it is another enemy which has today paralyzed us, one which has disorientated our minds, killed our spirits, and left us enamored with our enemies. It is our mental and cultural defeat. The disbelievers may not occupy our lands anymore, but they occupy our minds and hearts, and this remains our greatest setback. Enticing progressive ideas, debased sensual entertainment, and far-reaching media have blurred our faculties. Enticing progressive ideas, debased sensual entertainment, and far-reaching media have blurred our faculties. This has created an inferiority complex towards our deen Islam and towards our native languages, cultures, and address. A planned and systemic dissemination of their ideas has eroded our core identity and crushed centuries-long values of morality, family, and community. We foolishly imitate the disbelievers' ways, no matter how absurd, blindly accepting their evil materialism, hedonism, and godlessness. Instead of deriving strength and guidance from our revelation and heritage, we seek it from morally degenerate influencers, well-manicured human devils who steal the minds 
and innocence of our youth. Resisting the occupation of one's land is easier when compared to the Dajjalic enslavement of our minds. This enslavement cannot be seen and for many not even believed. How do you convince the zoo animal who is well fed and looked after that it is still imprisoned? How do you convince the zoo animal who is well fed and looked after that it is still imprisoned? Only one religion clears the fog. Islam offers the only way out. Our duty is to live for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, glorified be he, exalted be he, and establish his deen on his earth. Rather than blindly following what popular culture feeds us, we should reflect on the damage that materialism, hedonism, and liberalism have wrecked on the psychological, social, economic, and spiritual and spiritual states of humanity. We should ask ourselves what values and norms we are imbibing as we some uh, zombie scroll. We should ask ourselves what values and norms we are imbibing as we zombie scroll through our social media, feeds, and TV channels. We should feel and inspire in ourselves and in our youth a sense of honor, izzah, for the incredible gift of Islam and in our rich history and our mighty heroes. We should feel privileged at being given iman, faith, and feel scared that it could be taken away from us at any time. We should strive hard to serve the deen of Allah and remain steadfast on whatever hurdles come in our way. We should strive to do that which will bring victory to our ummah. We should collectively return to Allah and his book, strive to obey him and become beacons of justice, mercy and integrity. Similarly, we should strive to stay away from what will prevent victory, sins, despair, diseased hearts, the love of the world, and infighting. Ramadan is a symbol of unity. Ramadan is a symbol of unity. The Prophet ﷺ, may peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him, specifically commanded us to avoid arguing during our fast. For unity to occur on a macro level, we need to focus on what we can individually do on a micro scale. The first step is to end disagreements and fighting within our immediate family. We can then work on reducing friction in our social circles, neighbors, institutions, and so on. May Allah unite our hearts and may he grant honor and victory to the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. May peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him. Reflect and act. One, how are you personally contributing to the downfall of the Ummah? Two, what one action can you take today to end a disagreement 
or unite those around you or in your community. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of this episode. This is Dr. Khalid Ibrahim Adosri from Dammam, Saudi Arabia, recording this episode to you. Take care. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah.